was, it was a solid point. Good cue. I mean, the sleeves didn't give you enough of the oomph, but I guess that's good. So we're live. Yeah, yeah. This is All, right. All right, well, welcome to uh, week two of the Barstool Fantasy Football Podcast, or excuse me, the Barstool Fantasy Podcast. We're going to try to extend this a repertoire past the season and just meathead talk. Uh, this week, it's a very special. We've got a lot of nerd in us because we not only have Bales football joining us again, Jonathan Bales from Fantasy Labs. We also have another esteemed fantasy football professional player, Mr. Adam Levitan. And coincidentally or not, all three of us are geniuses from Philadelphia. Am I wrong or am I right? Uh, I'm the only one wearing the hinky shirt, though. You see, this is a fresh hinky shirt. This is his tombstone. He died for our sins right here. I've got four hinky oh, shirts. Oh, God, I love this that. is my new one. Oh, yeah, you have four, you have four hinky shirts? How many did you buy off Barstool? Oh, I don't know. I just find them on – people send me links because they know I love hinky shirts, so yeah. I just buy them whenever somebody – if you want me to buy Barstool ones, just send me the link. I'll buy it. Uh, that- correct, the correct answer is zero because we sold zero hinky shirts. And <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the only two shirts in our Barstool Philly store right now are uh, Chip Kelly, No Huddle, No Mercy, and uh, LaShawn McCoy Shady shirt, which I loved. And I was actually very disappointed we had to take that down. But, uh, yeah, we should probably get on. I think we have a Wentz wagon coming out this week and some – some, something else. Uh, Embiid and Simmons are going to be hot as well. But, yes, we appreciate you having on. It's glad that we can rep Philly again as well as get some fantasy football knowledge in us. Yeah. Uh, no, pl- pl- pleasure to be here. I, I, I've been told that I can say whatever I want on this podcast, so I'm looking forward to that. You can say whatever the fuck you want. I know you work for dra- – <laughs> or you're a draft – you're not a DraftKings pro because that's extinct. Uh, draft Street's extinct. I was going to call mm-hmm. it that as well. Uh, what, what's what's your title? If you, if you what do you put on your tax return? That's what I want to know. Uh, freelance writer. Really? Yep. All right. I did that for a while. Is that you, know, you have a poker book background as well, too? Yeah, yeah. But the IRS doesn't need to know about that. Well, they need to know about it when I was in poker background. But I was pretty <laughs> fucking issues, boy, and ended up biting me in the ass big time. Which I had like uh, fifty. Yeah, years. I, I think. Uh, independent contractor or freelance writer is never going to raise a red flag with the IRS because we're always just so broke, you know what I mean? So, like, it's really hard to raise a red flag there. Uh, I, I have one issue with you, just no, one. I'm uh, nationals hat. Yeah, yeah, what's, what's the issue? What's the yeah, thing? I grew up in, in, uh, in Virginia, and I grew up rooting for the Orioles, and then, because uh, there was no nationals, and then, I don't know, my, uh, once I left, my dad got into the Nationals big time, so I repped the hat, but I'm no, I'm no, like, Philly sports fan, but I do love the Sixers, like, love, 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 but all the other Philly teams I hate. Oh, I got you. But, but you're, like, uh, a little squirt barstool Nate. He grew up an Orioles fan. Now he's a Nationals fan. All of a sudden, not they're good, but. <laughs> <laughs> Orioles are good, too. What are you talking about? Yeah. They were. Yeah, well, Cal Ripken's been retired for quite a while. So is Albert Bell. Think about that one. Uh, let's go over last week's results uh bells uh you gave out some pretty good advice here uh, spencer Ware hit pretty good but then again everyone had him uh i think you had a pretty high finish on DraftKings. am i wrong am i right um yeah yeah i did okay i had uh uh two i, I guess two uh really high finishes i got third in the big um 27 that i think i was pretty lucky i didn't even know so that was a thursday to monday and like i didn't even know that I for how much um, I won 15,000, but, um, yeah, that one was Fuck good. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I won 15 grand. Yeah, it's a Thursday and a Monday. It's a weekend. <laughs> what was your second one? Um, 
the second one was I got third in the in the three hundred, but that was like pretty disappointing because I had like major equity. Um, I think I was I was like maybe seventy percent to get first. I had I had David Johnson, so we were we were in Nashville and Levitan was there, and uh, we had a, a Roto Grinders slash DraftKings party, and um, so we were out watching the games, and um, so this was the the Sunday slate ended with the. Um, Patriots Cardinals game and um, yeah I had David Johnson I was down I was in third down by like five from first first and goal from the one or it was like the one and a half and they threw that fade to fits um, so like a very high percentage of the time there David Johnson probably scores and then I win so, um, so was, one one play essentially costs you how much 20 grand 70 um, <laughs> <laughs> well it was more than that because I had so like, yeah, it it was messed up. But I I yeah. So I got third. It was good. Um, but yeah, first was a hundred k, and then um, I have like two high stakes season long leagues that I'm in, and somehow I have these side bets with people, and the people that I have side bets with, both of them had Fitz who scored the touchdown, and I lost by six point by less than six points to each of them. So that one cost me twenty k. So it was like. 90 to 100k swing does that, does that affect you at all anymore i remember during my poker days i wouldn't be my swings wouldn't have been that much but they'd be like thousands of dollars you know any given night and just become money's no object anymore it's like yeah fuck it i can win it back tomorrow like do you have that mentality yeah no it doesn't really affect me but i mean it's still like um it doesn't some way. Like, I'm not just like, what? I don't know. I know. We'll, we'll have the competitive bone in our body. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to win it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, but otherwise, no. Adam, how'd you do this weekend, week one? I got trucked. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely trucked. Um, I I did okay on FanDuel. I had 100% Spencer Ware on FanDuel, but on DraftKings, like, once the Yeldon news hit, I took Ware out of. Uh, my main lineup in there, and that obviously just crushed me. So, um, yeah, but I did okay on FanDuel. Yeah, I um, I was taking a different strategy this year. Uh, I'm not – previous years past, I took the majority of the money I had in DraftKings, which wasn't a lot in FanDuel, and I just put them in the high-risk, high-reward tournaments. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this week it's $3 millionaire. So I did I did like 10 entries in that. And then I took uh, Bales's, uh secret lineup for uh, cash games – against like you know 10 to 20 dollar people that can just clean up and i think i had uh 225 dollars in there i invested in the heads up games and i ended up with uh, a balance of oh uh, yeah none at the end so, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for that mr expert no, that's, no, what you, that's what you get for taking somebody else's lineup <laughs> i wasn't playing against them then you know i'm gonna i'm gonna use your lineup every week and the variance is going to even out and stuff well, well, no, fucking the, thing, the thing is, I send it to you on like you asked for it on like what Thursday or Friday, and then um, you know I send it to you, and I was like, uh, you said update it. I didn't send it to you on Sunday, like I didn't have time to do that. And then you, you want time to send your boy a text? Me a text? That's all right, what? It's a little man. You know I'm changing my lineups to the midnight hour anyway, like a jackass. <laughs> See now it can be a little rough. Dude, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a line. I don't I don't like to give away lineups. So you're the only one I even gave one to. I know, I know, <laughs> and that's why I'm disappointed, somewhat. But whatever. 
onward and upward. Let's uh, talk about this week a little bit. Um, last week, we, well, we had some duds as well. I mean, obviously, David Johnson didn't perform as slingish as he showed up. Todd Gurley was an absolute bust. Uh, but we did talk about Drew Brees and Willie Sneed a little bit, which was the top duo in quarterback to wide receiver. Am I wrong? Am I right in that? Yeah, yeah. I don't- I don't think Breeze finished as the number one quarterback, but I think that was the best stack. That's that's what Bales won with, for sure. Uh, who do you guys see uh, – we'll start with you, Adam. Who do you see coming out as the top point getter this year? Salary notwithstanding, this week, who's slinging the most dick? Uh, Cam Newton is slinging the most dick this week. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he's always slinging the most dick outside of the game, but – <laughs> no, I love Cam. I, I mean, we could get all technical and talk about the spot, but really it's just Cam is going to absolutely destroy uh, San Francisco. I, you know, long week and angry after everybody's talking about this concussion bullshit, um, which is so absurd. So, so yeah, I think Cam – you know, more people are talking about Eli, I feel like, and more people are talking about Breeze and people are talking about Stafford. I mean, if, if I can get Cam at something like 10%, I'd be pretty happy. Yeah, and obviously the 49ers defense isn't going to shut out every team this yeah. year. They outkicked their coverage way too much against the Rams, who I heard were uh, telegraphing their plays a little bit. Uh, Bales, who do you got as your number one guy? Cam. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Cam. <laughs> this is going to be a wonderful podcast. <laughs> oh, we're going two fucking experts who know what they're talking about. They're just going to agree with everything. <laughs> Yo, uh, Levitan, how much does the line of 13 and a half scare you? Um, yeah, I don't think that they take the foot off the pedal. I mean, we saw them blow out teams like 45 to 10 repeatedly last year, and Cam was just going nuts. Uh, I don't think it scares me really um, whatsoever. I mean, like, people didn't play Russell Wilson last week because of the line. Uh, Russell Wilson had a really bad game, but it wasn't because they were blowing them out, obviously. So we'll see what happens. But, no, I'm not backing off Cam at all. You mean, okay. to, tell me the, you mean to tell me the line scares you more than the Chip Kelly factor? Uh, Chip Kelly, man. <laughs> I'm not, even, I'm not even an Eagles fan, but I was, like, so optimistic about about him here and, like, everybody was all butt-sized about it. I, I mean, to see what happened and, like, the, just the personnel moves alone is just totally insane. Like, think about how, how much better they'd be with Deshaun and, and LaShawn McCoy, you know? Well, I mean, think how much better they'd be if they didn't fire Chip's guy, Tom Gamble, and then he went ape shit requesting control and then made all those yeah. moves. Yeah. With Deshaun, notwithstanding, that was beforehand but afterwards it's whatever all right uh let's move on to uh running backs you guys got cam running backs who do you see as your big go-getter this week and as your sleeper go ahead bells i gotta i gotta look at my stuff here okay um yeah i mean in in terms of dfs i think that david johnson is sort of the guy i'll give i'll give two names david johnson and uh tj yeldon uh, assuming chris ivory is out which i think he will be um, he's just pretty severely underpriced on DK at 4,700 playing um, the Chargers. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say that those are the two most um, underpriced guys that are probably good for cash. And then, I mean, there's other guys to look at. C.J. Anderson, um, D'Angelo Williams. I've heard LeGarrette Blunt, even though I don't like him in cash. Even potentially Woodhead. Um, so those are the guys who I think are going to be the most popular. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was going to say CJ Anderson. I mean, Bale's mentioned him, but but CJ Anderson, like Indy, literally is playing like dudes off the street on defense. Like, they have no shot whatsoever against this Denver team. That's that's certainly going to pound the rock because they have Trevor Simeon at quarterback. So uh, I, I like CJ Anderson a ton. He's a little bit too expensive on DraftKings, but I think on FanDuel, CJ Anderson makes a ton of sense. And then yeah, Woodhead to me uh, with Keenan Allen down, I think they expand his role to the point where where Danny Woodhead has a chance to finish as a top five running back this week at a pretty low price. I heard, I heard that's that, that uh, skill game proposition on Woodhead. Yeah. I like that a lot. I, I think Woodhead is, um, I like Woodhead a lot this week. You, you don't think they're going to expand Melvin Gordon's role after his uh, big uh, game last week? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's going to be more. They're like averse to using him. Like it, they were up 21 to three in this, in the second half of that game. And they were like, not using Melvin Gordon. Like if you're ever going to use Melvin Gordon, that would be the time. They still weren't doing it. It just made no sense. I, they feel, I feel like they hate him. I mean, they got Danny Woodhead. Maybe it's a racist thing. Who knows? <laughs> Mike McCoy racist? <laughs> uh, it's like cast football. You guys familiar with that? I shouldn't even talk about this, actually. It's like, it's like a – basically, it's like – if it's going to get you in trouble, then don't talk about it. Because <laughs> I don't want to go back and edit this shit out. It's a one-and-done podcast. It's clean. That's fine. No, it's just a, it's, it's, a, it's a site that's, like, dedicated to white football players. It's ridiculous. I, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Is that, what's it called? I don't want to say it. I don't, I don't want people to know. So, so what? I mean, it's not racist if it's just a site dedicated to white football players. If you're talking shit on black football players, then okay, it's racist. But they're just yeah. talking about white football players. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Sure. I'm pretty sure. any quarterback, any kicker. <laughs> Um, Wayne Corbett, hey, come on! I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's what the KKK says as well. So. Yes. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, okay, now I have to go back and edit that out. Uh, wide receivers. Um, again, we got the we got the big guns: Antonio Brown, Beckham, Jones, AJ Green, Hopkins. I mean, it's it's basically pick your pick your good poison there. Which one of those guys do you see uh, coming out on top or anybody else really uh, doing the damn thing? Yeah, go ahead, Bells. Yeah. Um, first, have you actually ever edited anything out? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Nobody listens to this. You fucking kidding me? I was, talking, I was on Portnoy's podcast today. You didn't even know what this is still after he yelled at me for advertising you last week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, let's talk about this real quick. Um, you got yelled at for um, linking to Fantasy Labs, right? I didn't get yelled at for linking to Fantasy Labs. I got yelled at because you decided to put the Barstool logo all over Fantasy Labs. We're technically not affiliated with you. Right, yeah. That was the issue. Linking so then, because, because you come you come on the podcast. We're not paying you. We're, there's nobody advertising here. Like, we can say whatever the fuck we want. But, I mean, you know, it's a gesture of good faith and notion to you. I mean, obviously, we're going to give a link Right. So we, we created like a custom landing page so that, you know, you're like idiot viewers would uh, be more likely to sign up for Fantasy It's an accurate adjective. <laughs> and Prez not only said, I, I originally thought he said um, he didn't know he was linking to, that, that you were linking to, uh, to us or whatever. Um, but he said, or he said, not only that, he didn't even know we were doing a podcast for like two years. Yeah, this is year three. Year three of doing this. And then you wonder why, like, I'm under the radar here. <laughs> like, nobody knows what I'm doing. Yeah, 
It's like three years. But I mean, that wasn't the big issue. I see where it's coming from. Uh, the CEO, Erica, I mean, she's looking out for more monetary stuff now. I mean, like, yeah, we, we're unaffiliated with you guys. Our shit shouldn't have been posted all over there like we were. But I mean, I'm not faulting you. I mean, you didn't mean any animosity towards it. You didn't try to like. Oh, no, I, I was trying to get you fired. Who is it? I got the gun to my back. <laughs> Way more people, more powerful people than you. Uh, Jesus. All right, are we, are we done with that conversation? I, yeah. I think that's all I want to talk about about that. Uh, all right, big big wide receivers. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd say tra- Travis Benjamin, obviously with with uh, Keenan Allen out. I don't I don't like I don't like uh, Benjamin in tournaments so much, but um, he, I would say he's definitely underpriced. And then the same type of guy who I think everyone's going to be on this week is Willie Sneed after going off. Obviously, last week um, at the Giants, I, I think we'll see a lot of like game stacks of the Giants um, and the Saints, and then those uh, top top price guys you mentioned like Beckham and um, and Antonio, obviously. Um, yeah, so I, I think that those are like the uh, the obviously underpriced players. Adam, yeah, I, there's like some debate going on be, between whether it's Odell Beckham or Antonio Brown. If you can only play one, like. I get it that the Saints are like the worst pass defense or overall defense we have seen like in this generation. It's like historic how bad they are. That that said, given the situation Antonio Brown is in with all their guys out and with the matchup he has, I mean, the corners on Cincy are bad, not New Orleans bad, but they're bad. I mean, I still prefer Antonio Brown there. So Antonio Brown for me. And um, hmm, let me think about somebody going more under the radar. Uh yeah, we, we, we want we want your sleeper. We want your four thousand dollar guy that, that right. really could maybe hit two touchdowns, a hundred yards. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know how like for like fantasy virgins like us, this guy isn't a sleeper. But I'm curious how Owens he'll be in the general public, and that's Tyrell Williams. He's this um, he's from Western Oregon. He was undrafted two years ago, but he is six four. He is two hundred pounds. He ran like a four four three or something like that. Um, and the dude has talent, and he's going to play almost every snap now that Keenan Allen is out. So I think you could see Travis Benjamin come in at like 17 to 20% or so in the uh, DK Millie Maker, and you might be able to get Tyrell closer to 8, 7, something like that. So I think um, even lower on Tyrell, maybe. Yeah, maybe. In the, in the, in the, in the Millie, probably not, probably not like uh, you know, 300 or something, but I think in the Millie it's going to be pretty low. Is there any other uh, number two or three receivers that you're thinking? We, we pimped up Muhammad Sanu, Sanu last week, and he did pretty good. Uh, Marvin Jones, eh, not so much. But uh, any guys like them that could be lower percentagely owned? Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say – you can go ahead, Bales, but I'll, I'll just say I don't know what you think about this guy's ownership percentage, but if everybody's going to play Beckham, I mean, how many people are playing Sterling Shepard, who I thought played pretty well in, in week one, and he's around 5K, and he has all the same matchups that – Odell Beckham has, so I, I don't know. I think Sterling Shepard is a pretty good play. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that general philosophy of, like, thinking about um, – looking at those those games that everyone's on and then targeting them but doing it in a different way um, where, you know, everyone's going to be on on a Beckham or Eli or, or Breeze to Sneed or whatever it is, um, and then going off of that, um, maybe it's a guy who underperformed last week in, like, Fleener at tight end or something like that. But um, the name I'll give, I'll be curious on your projection of his ownership, Adam, because we have ownership projections from Adam on, on Fantasy Labs, and they're, they're sick. 
um, but but we don't have it for um, Monday night, and that's Kevin White. So Kevin White is um, you're definitely not playing him in cash, but uh, um, he's playing on Monday night against the Eagles. I think he had seven targets last week, only three catches. Um, he's going to be, I would imagine, like one percent. Yeah. Yeah, you could make a case he's been, like, the stone worst receiver in the NFL since the preseason started. Like, this dude is just absolutely atrocious, like, running around like a chicken with his head cut off out there. Just total, total disaster. <laughs> that's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, yeah, that, I think, that, that, that's, that's a prototypical. That's, that, that is the Bales-Justin Hunter play yeah. that you're going to say every fucking week. That guy has only been able to line up on one side of the field since college unless he has a conniption. Like, yeah, yeah he just – I mean, he played, I think, 55 snaps. I, I, like, I like him wait, um, for tournaments. And uh, I'm, I'm not going to, like, have him in 50% of lineups or something, but um, no one's going to have him. I like him. I, think, I also think he's a, a good player um, coming off the injury last year. It's just uh, – He's a physical freak for sure. <clears throat> I own the tight ends. Um, with Gronk out last week, there wasn't much – Oh, it wasn't a lot of variance. I mean, the good players did good uh, around like 13, 14, 15 points, very average. Jordan Reed, Greg Olson, Travis Kelsey, um, Joyce Thomas had a good game. We, we were very much on Dwayne Allen last week, probably had the best game out of any tight end. Um, who do you guys see this week? Bales, I'll start with you. Um, I think that people are going to be on Ebron a lot. Uh, Greg Olson against the Niners. Um, uh, probably Jordan Reed a bit. The guy I like the most, uh, I think he, he'll be somewhat owned, but um, I like Delaney Walker a lot, and I like um, Mariota to Delaney Walker. Um, yeah, I think the, the, the uh, Lions have been maybe the worst team in the league against tight ends. It's the Lions and Giants are up there. Um, yeah, I, I think that Delaney Walker is going to be my guy where it's like moderate ownership, but he's my – He's actually my top value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Delaney too. Uh, I think the safest play is probably Greg Olson. Um, I mean, like I said, I expect Cam to destroy, and Greg Olson is the guy that's going to be out there every snap. Unlike the rotation, we'll probably see with their with their wide receivers. So I think Greg Olson is pretty safe. Um, mentioned Bales mentioned Kobe Fleener as like the ultimate bounce back play. I mean, the Giants from a, both a personnel and like a scheme perspective are just a total train wreck against tight ends like they just don't care tight ends just go ham on them every week and they just don't give a shit um so i i kind of like that and then um i guess you could say jesse james i know silva i was trying to keep that one under wraps talked to him last night but but jesse james i mean cincinnati uh struggles against tight ends and we saw heath miller the dad runner rack up tons against cincinnati last year jesse james is playing every snap and he went to penn state so he's a baller Oh, uh, yeah, big bar. Heath Miller, another white player to look up on your little website. <laughs> it's not my website. No, I, I looked it up. I, 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 he told me about it. I was curious. I looked it up. Levitan owns the site. <laughs> <laughs> um, we went through all the position players. We didn't talk about any sort of uh, big-time stacks. Uh, we talked about Cam doing good, uh, Breeze, and Eli. I mean, what are the big stack plays that you guys would put together? for uh, tournaments this week? Hmm. I, I said I like I like Mariota Delaney. I think that that one's interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, there's chalky stacks. Like, we're going to see, like, I think we'll see a lot of Cam to Olsen, Cam to Benjamin. 
Um, you could go both of them potentially um, in the same lineup. Um, what else do I like? Uh, yeah, I, I guess the chalkiest one's going to be Eli to Odell, um, and then and then and then Breeze to Snead. I think I just think everyone is going to be in that on that game. So it's a decision that you need to make. Like, are you going to completely get away from it and just take on the risk? Um, and if you do, and it doesn't perform up to expectation, or like certain guys score who uh, people didn't think, then 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 you'll probably be in a good spot. But um, yeah, that that's uh, I think that's the most important decision for tournaments this week is how you're going to handle that game. Yeah, one we didn't talk about, and this will be kind of popular, but I think Josh McCown is going to be reasonably popular, um, even though people don't love to play a 37-year-old guy. I mean, this dude averaged almost 300 yards passing per game last year when he started. And, yeah, people don't want to play Browns, but he's at home. He's playing the Ravens, who, although they played well last week, don't expect him to continue. So I don't mind pairing McCown with Gary Barnage. Or I don't mind pairing him with Terrell Pryor. I'm sure Bales is going to pay, uh, pair him with Corey Coleman. But I, I, from what I've seen, Corey Coleman is in no way uh, ready to contribute in a big way. I'll, I, I will have him with Coleman, yes. <laughs> Coleman is, Coleman is uh, definitely more ready than, than Terrell Pryor. Yeah, that, that was your uh, big sleeper last week, too. But then again, I had the Browns defense and them ultimately winning that game. And we see how smart I am. Uh, no Carson Wentz love, huh? Up on the wagon, boys. No, actually, I actually, I actually think that Wentz and J-Mad is an interesting stack. Because without Ertz, I mean, think about what who his pass catchers are. I mean, it's atrocious. Like Sproles and J-Mad is really all I feel comfortable with. I don't know how you feel about Aguilar. I don't feel too comfortable with him still. And Chicago secondary is bad slash tagged up. So yeah, I think Wentz to um, uh, J-Mad is interesting. And by the way, I. I don't want to like come off with some huge races here, but I, uh, Carson Wentz is super athletic. Like people don't give him credit because he's white, but this dude can can move. So I think yeah. there's some for like a rushing touchdown too. <laughs> yeah, he can definitely boogie a little bit. Uh, the bet the biggest thing with him, I mean, he's stepping up in the pocket and taking some pops. Uh, like we said last week, if he's doing a fucking John L.A. helicopter during a preseason game, kind of worried about him going through the rest of the season uh, being healthy, but. Uh, yeah, he looks pretty good. On the defense, uh, there wasn't many defenses that exploded last week, if any. Um, I mean, other than the 49ers, which basically nobody had. Do you guys see anyone that stands out? The Vikings had those two, um, the two uh, yeah. return touchdowns. So, yeah, they were, they were decent. I, yeah, I was on the Packers last week quite a bit. Didn't really work out. Um, yeah, I think that uh, the chalk is probably the uh, the Panthers against the um, the Niners. The Niners looked okay, but uh, I mean they're they're fourteen, almost fourteen point point dogs uh, in this game. So to me, that's going to be the um, the high on game that that you you probably use in cash for sure. Yeah, I actually I I like Carolina. I I prefer the Broncos, I think. I don't know. I mean, it's close. Anytime you can use Blaine Gabbert or go against Blaine Gabbert, that's fine. But the Broncos, I mean, poor offensive line. Andrew Luck is a turnover machine um, in mile high. Uh, I like Broncos defense, too. Oh, even though Andrew Luck beat him two years ago in the divisional game? Yeah, like, points scored don't bother me that much. The dude is going to turn the ball over a ton, for sure. Yeah, that that is the biggest thing that people – they they, uh, try to limit the – 
uh, points scored by the opposing offense, and it just doesn't matter that much. And I'll give it to you on that criticism. The Colts have looked pretty bad. Even the preseason, they just looked like they haven't had much heart at all. Um, we're going to move on to some season-long questions real quick. Fire off about 10 reader-submitted things. I'm just going to give you um, uh, really quick like choice, yes or no, uh, Alan Hearns or Stephen Diggs, go. Uh, I like the matchup for Hearns. I think Verrett will spend a lot of time on Allen Robinson. Bales? Same. Yeah. Yeah, Adam, it's just real quick. No explanation needed. These guys don't deserve it. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Matthews or Travis Benjamin, one of you. Yeah, are, are, are these for season long or in, in on... season long? Season long. Oh, okay. Uh, I like Matthews. Now, here, here's actually a very decent question. Who are you fading this week uh, that was due to the week one success? So we talk about Snead a little bit. Everyone's going to be on them. Everyone's going to be on him because he absolutely came out firing last week. Anybody that uh, you see is not going to have a big week that had a big week in week one? Uh, I like Bale's call of fading Travis Benjamin. Not that he had a big week, but he will be really highly owned. And, like, Travis Benjamin is just not a player that you want to funnel offense through. To me, he's more of, like, a gadget guy or a screen pass guy or, like, a vertical streak guy. So those aren't the kind of guys that are going to be overly, um, you know, consistent. It's so like, you know, if he's, like, 20, 25% owned, I, I think it's a pretty good fade. Um, Deshaun Jackson or Demarius Thomas? Deshaun for me. Same. Uh, Demarius Thomas is like straight bad now. Like I, I, I said something about him on Twitter today and people had like a heart attack. Like I don't know what, what it is about this dude. People love him. I, I mean, it's a disaster. He's also banged up a little bit. But oh, I understand. Yeah, he's obviously not what he used to be when he had Peyton in his prime or the decline of his prime with Eric right. Decker to the side and Wes Welker. Um, all right, that, that's good for questions right now. Uh, Adam, last week we did a quick three hit on uh, what three games we liked the bet, best with the lines. I believe I was two and one last week, including taking a San Francisco money line because I have some fucking sack, unlike you, Bells. Um, <laughs> what are you even talking about? <laughs> I, think I, said, I think I said I'm taking the 49ers money line, and you wanted that pick. You wanted to snake right in and just take it. But, um, yeah, let's go through who we like this week. Where, did I close out of Bovada? God damn it. <laughs> All right, I'll start, I'll start it off. Yeah. You get going. Niners plus 13 and a half. Just, uh, just, Money line. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll take the 13 and a half points. <laughs> That's what I mean. Grow, grow some sack and take an underdog one time to win. Adam, who do you like? Um, so I like two underdogs to win. They're both at home. I, I think that, um, number one, Minnesota on – uh, Sunday Night Football stuns Aaron Rodgers. Um, gets the outright win there with Sam Bradford at quarterback. And I also think that the Rams uh, have a real good chance to win outright. Even I, I'm aware they got shut out and looked absolutely atrocious against San Francisco. Uh, means really nothing like last year. San Francisco also showed up huge in their Monday night opener against the Vikings, and the Vikings went on to win 11 games, and the 49ers went on to be one of the worst teams in the league. So I think St. Louis has a chance to bounce back and, and upset Seattle. Yeah, I really like um, – yeah, in Seattle, they, they, they didn't look anything spectacular at home last week against the Dolphins. They all of a sudden, that one slipped away. Um, my first game, I like 
Detroit minus six at home against Tennessee. Mike, I, I had Tennessee last week. Then I forgot that Mike Malarkey's the goddamn coach, and he will never do anything for the rest of his life. So I think Detroit rolls, and they they actually look pretty good without Calvin Johnson. Uh, Sam Br- or, uh, Matt Stafford had a really good game, and um, my number two pick, I'm going to go Washington minus three at home against Dallas. Uh, I think they bounce back with the win. Uh, Bales, who you got as your second and third pick? Good. I'm glad you took that because I'm t- taking Cowboys plus three. The line is actually at two and a half now. It moved, but God damn it! You just said three, so I'll take three. And uh, I think Dak is actually much better than he he uh, his stats indicate. Week one, I really like Dak. Um, and I think the Cowboys are just a better team that uh, knows that Romo's going to come back potentially earlier than, um, than people think. And they need to get a couple wins. They can be in contention. This is the spot. Love the Cowboys at plus three. And Adam, who's your third? You could probably get Dak also on DK at like 2 4% or something like that. Um, yeah, my third, I'm going to go against uh, Bales, I think. I think Carolina just absolutely smashes San Francisco. I mean, they're on a long week off of a loss. San Francisco's on a short week off of a win. They have to go all the way across the country to play a 1 p.m. Eastern start. I mean, I see San Francisco just sleepwalking into this one and getting absolutely wrecked. Uh, my third one will be a money line pick. Buffalo plus one and a half at home against the Jets. I think they come back and sling a little. Ah. Uh, is that it? I think that's it, pretty much, boys. Right? We, we, yeah. we, have, no, we have no reads to read. We have no ads. We, we have no lives. <laughs> Still in the office. Like, why not? Can we just call it a day? <laughs> call chalk it up the next week? Can you, can you, uh, can you uh, give us a little insight into, like, uh, what's going on up there? Uh, it, this week's been a little bit more cohesive than last. Uh, not everyone was in last week but now everyone's pretty much here every day um just got a lot of a lot of things going it's actual business now which is weird um but, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just weird it's a business like you're not just not just blogging anymore like yeah i have to actually wear pants every day that's actually the biggest problem going to work is i i oh, haven't God. i haven't been working i mean you guys know what i'm talking about i haven't been working in a, like a real job in about three years and i've i my wardrobe consisted around two days during the weekend and one day during the week. So I don't have enough pants to go around for, for a rotation for starting nine during the week or shirts. Not to mention, I need my fucking mother here or, or just a girlfriend in general because I bashed my entire wardrobe with chapstick and I have like dry spots all over them. I don't know what the fuck to do. It's like chaos. That's <laughs> chaos. Why do you need to wear pants to, like, write about, like, dick pics and stuff like that? Why can't you wear shorts to the office? I mean, I wear – I mean, shorts as well. I just look presentable. <laughs> I shorts every day. Like, trying to be on camera. Like, you know, I'm on camera here, and I just worked out, so I'm wearing fucking this. But, yeah, I guess I can just do whatever every week. Talk about dick pics. You think that's what we do, Levitan? Talk about dick pics all day? I mean, that's what gets that's what gets that's what gets the clicks, man. I know it gets the clicks. Puppy dog picks and dick picks. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, but that's about it. Um, Levitan is just Adam Levitan at Adam Levitan. Your Twitter? Yeah, on the Twitter machine, Adam Levitan, all one word. Yeah, and at Bales Football, hit them both up. Fantasy Labs, uh, 
any questions, let us know. And yeah, Adam, come join us again, please. We got uh, 16 fun weeks of this. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. If you guys have any start sick questions, be sure to send them to at Bales Football. He'll be sure to, <laughs> no, he'll be sure to get on them right away. <laughs> and be, right. sure, be sure to check out Levitan's white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think we might actually advertise in that. There's no black person on staff. So. <laughs> if we have, <laughs> yeah. right, we, I'm, I'm stopping this. All right.